Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Lord says, I was ready to respond, but no one asked for help. I was ready to be found, but no one was looking for me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. All day long I opened my arms to a rebellious people, but they followed their own evil paths and their own crooked schemes. All day long they insult me to my face by worshiping idols in their sacred gardens. They burn incense on pagan altars. At night they go out among the graves, worshipping the dead. They eat the flesh of pigs and make stews with other forbidden foods. Yet they say to each other, don't come too close or you will defile me. I am holier than you. These people are a stench in my nostrils, an acrid smell that never goes away. Look, my decree is written out in front of me. I will not stand silent. I will repay them in full. Yes, I will repay them, both for their own sins and for those of their ancestors, says the Lord. But they also burned incense on the mountains and insulted me on the hills. I will pay them back in full. But I will not destroy them all, says the Lord. For as good grapes are found among a cluster of bad ones. And someone will say, don't throw them all away. Some of those grapes are good. So I will not destroy all Israel, for I still have true servants there. I will preserve a remnant of the people of Israel and of Judah to possess my land. Those I choose will inherit it, and my servants will live there. The plain of Sharon will again be filled with flocks, for my people who have searched for me and the valley of Achor will be a place to pasture herds. But because of the rest of you have forsaken the Lord, I have forgotten his temple, and because you have prepared feasts and honored the God of fate and have offered mixed wine to the God of destiny. Now I will destine you for the sword. All of you will bow down before the executioner. For when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. You deliberately sinned before my eyes and chose to do what you know I despise. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My servants will eat, but you will starve. My servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. My servants will rejoice, but you will be sad and ashamed. My servants will sing for joy, but you will cry in sorrow and despair. Your name will be a curse word among my people, for the sovereign Lord will destroy you and will call his true servants by another name. 
all who invoke a blessing or take an oath will do so by the God of truth. For I will put aside my anger and forget the evil of earlier days. Look, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. Be glad, rejoice forever in creation, and look, I will create Jerusalem as a place of happiness. Her people will be a source of joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and delight in my people, and the sound of weeping and crying will be heard in it no more. No longer will babies die when only a few days old. No longer will adults die before they have lived a full life. No longer will people be considered old at 100 years old. Only the curse will die that young. In those days, people will live in houses they build and eat the fruit of their own vineyards. Unlike the past, invaders will not take their houses and confiscate their vineyards. For my people will live as long as trees, and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard-worn gains. They will not work in vain, and their children will not be doomed to misfortune. For there are people blessed by the Lord, and their children too will be blessed. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat hay like a cow, but the snakes will eat dust. In those days, no one will be hurt or destroyed on my holy mountain. I, the Lord, have spoken. Isaiah 65 Wow. Powerful words. Powerful words, but true. The book of Isaiah 65. I read the book of Isaiah 65 out of the Living Bible. I like the King James, but I thought I'd get a better understanding for the ones that still have a hard time understanding the old English literature of the King James. And it's more <clears throat> breathtaking and powerful when you read Isaiah 65 out of the King James. But I just wanted to do it out of the Living Bible. And one day I'm going to read it out of the King James Bible for the more learned believers. But for the unbelievers that have a hard time in some believers of understanding the King James and I understand that I don't act like I, I you know you will understand the King James I read it out of the living Bible now you might be saying Joe why did you read that you didn't even open up saying this is the body of Christ real talk and what you know your 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 usual announcement no I did not because most of you all that listen to my podcast already know this is the Body of Christ Real Talk. And I'm the host, Joseph Brownlee. But I wanted to do something different. I wanted to open up with the Old Testament Word of God. Reason being, I'm going somewhere. Now, first of all, this is the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was one of God's prophets. And the book of Isaiah is very powerful. I read the book of Isaiah for the last month or so you know, over twice, a couple of times. 66 chapters is in the book of Isaiah, a very powerful prophetic book. God spoke through Isaiah with prophetic truth. So it's about 66 chapters in the book of Isaiah, okay? 
And the reason I'm reading this, and there's a lot of more powerful chapters in the book of Isaiah. Now, this is body of Christ real talk. And I know it's a lot of unbelievers that's listening to what I'm saying. And this is not a Bible teaching podcast like Connecting the Dots. But I wanted to get that out there because I want you to understand of the might and the promises of God. I wanted you to see the severity and the wrath of God compared to the love of God. He's going to pour down on Israel, on Israel. I want you to, I want you to understand that. For the believers, God talked about the different things that Israel, their disobedience, how they became so stiff-necked as the King James stiff-necked people. That means they was hard-headed. That means they were so disobedient. That means they were so reprobate. They was left in their own ways. But at the same time, all the struggles and the wrath that God put upon them he also promised them blessings and their future kingdom, which is going to be the kingdom of heaven. Now, this is all for the church of the kingdom of heaven. This is all for Israel, not the body of Christ. Read me right. Read me right. Not the body of Christ. This is for the church of the kingdom of heaven. Okay. And the re- reason I'm reading this is because you go from all the way, maybe from 15 all the way down to 25, you will see how God is going to bless his children, Israel. Even after all the disobedience and all the stiff-neckedness and all the stubbornness they were to him has always been since their creation. How Israel will still be blessed in their future kingdom. After all that disobedience, he's going to bless Israel. Now, not every Israelite is going to be blessed. And not every Israelite, every Jew is going to enjoy that kingdom. There will still be punishment. There will still be a perfect government ran by the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ, in that millennium reign. This is, this is prophesying the thousand-year millennium kingdom that's going to be on earth. Not the church today, not the body of Christ. We are going to be in the heavenly places. This is going to be the church for the kingdom of heaven in the millennium reign for Israel and the other nations, the Gentile nations. So this is prophesying Israel. What's going to happen with Israel because they're going to be the little flock, the ones that follow Jesus, you know, is going to be one of the uh, the, the ones uh, that's going to be part of his government in the millennium reign. But at the same time, you notice <clears throat> he says there will be longer life, People will actually be a hundred years, will live to be a hundred years old in that millennium and will not even be considered old, even a child. He talks about the wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat hay like a cow, but the snakes will eat dust. Telling you, the snakes will still eat dust. Why? Because there's still going to be sin in the millennium kingdom until the fullness of time come after the millennium kingdom. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. And those days also says in the book of Isaiah 25, and those days no one will be hurt or destroyed on my holy mountain. 
the ones that follow him and obey his commandments will not be hurt and destroyed. Okay. He also talks about in 22, unlike the past, invaders will not take their houses like they do today. But he's talking about Israel and confiscate their vineyards for my people will have as long they will live as long as trees excuse me and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard won gains now he said his chosen one that means everyone that's going to be trying to enter the kingdom will not be able to enter that millennium kingdom okay it's only his chosen ones 23 says in the book of isaiah 65 they were not on reading out of the living bible they will not work in vain they will not work for nothing and their children will not be doomed to misfortune like what's happening here today in america all that will be dealt with in the millennium kingdom for the jews and also some of the gentiles that follow jesus okay powerful please read isaiah 65 believers please read isaiah 65 it has a message but i'm looking at the top verses here my servants will eat but you will starve who is the you the disobedience who is his servants the one that follow his commandments my servants will drink but you will be thirsty who is the you will be thirsty the disobedient that mean it will be disobedience even in the kingdom of god my servants will rejoice but you will be sad and ashamed he's talking to israel but you're going to have some that follow him jews and some that's not going to follow him so remember this message is to the jews this message is to israel okay my point is, body of Christ, God is very specific about the millennium kingdom. Who's going to be the king? You cannot have a kingdom without a king. Let me repeat that. You cannot have a kingdom without a king. So who's the king? The king is Jesus Christ, Israel's Messiah, Israel's Messiah. Israel's Christ, the anointed one, is Jesus. He's going to be the king. He's going to have a government. He's going to have the 12 tribes, the 12 apostles uh, uh, running over the 12 tribes of Israel. King David will have a position in that, in that time. So, this is a millennial kingdom, but it will still be some rebellion in the millennial kingdom. Why? Because sin and death is still will be on the earth at that time. But it would be a beautiful place. It would be ran with a Ryan rod, Ryan iron rod by Jesus Christ. Okay, wow, powerful. But I'm just looking at the end of this. They still would be blessed, for they are people blessed by the Lord, according to verse 23 in Isaiah 65, and their children too would be blessed. Who is there? There children the ones that follow the lord and obey his commandments because the commandments and the law will come back after the dispensation of grace after the church is gone and well and while they are still take talking about their needs i will go ahead and answer their prayers see this is all a blessing okay that's going to happen in the millennium kingdom this is where i'm going you look at america today <clears throat> And some churches would take these verses as God is talking to America or whatever like that or, you know, the church today. And I just explained, no, he's not talking to us. The ones that are saved, the ones that are saved, he's not talking to the body of Christ. This is a future reigning millennium kingdom when the church has been captured away. 
you know, the blessed hope, the rapture, the church is going to be gone. This is going to be going on in the millennium kingdom. This is Isaiah prophesying about the future millennium kingdom after the seven-year tribulation. This is after the seven-year tribulation. So guess, let's, let's get this right right here. This is after the seven-year tribulation that this is going to happen in Isaiah 65. So this is our future. This is foretold. Like I said, prophesying means it's foretold. This is talking about the future. The body of Christ is going to be called away. It's going to be in the heavenly places. We're going to be at the judgment seat of Christ getting ready for our rewards. While you know, the uh, the Israel program, the kingdom program will be taking place on earth. These blessings and all these will take place. God will forgive them and then wipe away whose sins? Israel's sins. Our sins is already wiped away. Even the ones before uh, the body of Christ, our sins have already been wiped away. Okay? According to Second Corinthians 5 and 19. But this is for the future where all the followers and the, uh, the new the little flock, their sins are going to be dealt with and God will give blessings. This is just a the millennium kingdom this is not the fullness of time this is not the beginning of eternity you know when uh uh, uh after the great white throne judgment okay this is just talking about the millennium kingdom okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, let me get back to America. Let me, let me get back to America. And the, way, the reason I started off because you look around America and a lot of these things that Israel have done. Okay, and God talks about he will not stand in silence. You know, the Lord says, I was ready to respond, but no one asked for help. I was ready to be found, but no one was looking for me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. Sounds familiar? Now, I'm not saying this is America, this is not. He's talking to Israel. I'm not confused. Two says, all day long, I opened my arms to a rebellious people. But they follow their own evil paths and their own crooked schemes. Even today, God, in the dispensation of grace, God is opening up his arms, not only to America, but to the world. You know, I would be misreading if I just, but I'm just putting emphasis on America. Let me, uh, let me get this right. I want you to understand God has opened up his arms to the world. He's just not focused on America. But America has a place and everybody and all the nations are following America's example. So I'm putting America here. No, he's not talking to America, but America is following this path. They are doing their own thing. He opened up his arms to America with their crooked, and they're still doing their crooked schemes, and they're being stiff-necked. They're being stubborn and obedient. All day long, according to Isaiah 65 and 3, all day long they insult me to my face by worshiping idols in their sacred gardens. They burn incense on pagan altars. In other words, if God hated that then, he despised it then. He, what, what, what do you think about today? He despised God, never changes. He despised the sins that's going on here in America and around the world. He despised the sins that's going on. Our sins and the people's sins brings destruction on themselves. Because people follow an example of America. 
And all of this sounds like what America is doing now. So it's not the first time people have rebelled. Israel rebelled on God a lot. America is doing the same thing and even worse. At night, they go out among the graves, worshiping the dead. It's some of that going on here in America. They eat the flesh of peas. It's some of that going on here in America and around the world, you know, and make stews with other forbidden foods. Yet they say to each other, don't come too close or you will defile me. The reason God is against that because they are breaking the law. All the things God said in the law, when Israel, remember, Israel was under a covenant. They had certain rituals. They had certain laws, you know, and they disobeyed. They started doing everything contrary to what God said to the law. But you put America, no America or the world is not under the law no more. The law has been dealt with. We're under grace. But the people are doing same things in America. they disobedience. Yes, their sins are not being charged against them. Their sins are not being charged against you all. But you all got to remember, God's mercy is not going to always last forever in this dispensation. You must understand that God's mercy is not going to last forever in this dispensation. His wrath is going to come down after the church is gone. His wrath is going to come down after the church is gone. Okay, remember that. One more time, God will pull down his wrath on the earth. Not just America, but on the earth after the church is gone. This nation will go through a seven-year tribulation. Then, all sins will reboot. In other words, the sins you commit after the dispensation of grace will be going against you once again. Your sins will pile up and your you will be responsible for all your sins you committed. And there's no more grace after the church is gone. America looks so much like Israel's disobedience. No, America was never under a covenant. No Gentile was never under the covenant. Okay. But... The world in America looks so much like Israel. Unsaved, I'm talking to you. And I want to talk to the body of Christ, but I'm talking to the unsaved. You're doing a lot of things that's not pleasing to God. No, he's not imputing or charging you with sins according to 2 Corinthians 5, 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Your sins have been washed away. That does not mean you are going to heaven. That does not mean you are going to heaven. That just means you have a chance to go to heaven now because God, your, God, your sin is not in the eyes of God no more. That filthy sin has been wiped off because of what Jesus done on the cross. So that's been taken care of. So you have a chance now to get to heaven by one way, belief. Remember, like I said in other teachings, your unbelief is the only thing sending you to hell, not your sin. You know, contrary to what other people might think, you know, you know, don't don't believe that. Your only thing that sends you to hell is your unbelief because Jesus took care of your sins on the cross over 2,000 years ago. Okay? <clears throat> All right. Your belief, you need to do that now. But in this time, and this generation, let me try to make it plain to you. In this generation, your sins is clean. You're not going to heaven. You're not saved. Let me put emphasis on emphasis on that. That does not mean you are saved, but your clean your sin has been cleansed. Okay, according to Second Corinthians five and nineteen. So if the rapture happened today. Rapture meaning the catch away of the church. Or let me make it plain. If Jesus came and got his church today, 
you will be left here. Even though your sins has been dealt with and he took away all your sins, you still would be left here because you never accepted him as your savior and you never accepted his free gift of salvation by believing in his death, burial, and resurrection. I'm just being real here. So the reason I read the book of Isaiah about how they disobeyed God and how stiff-necked and disobedient they was He's still going to bless the ones that's obedient to him in the millennial kingdom. The ones that's disobedient going to be cast out. He's going to be punished. It will be a, a millennial kingdom with righteous judges. And the righteous judge will be Jesus Christ in that thousand year. When I mean millennial, millennial means thousand. That thousand year reign of Christ. Christ will reign a thousand years here on earth. He's going to reign a thousand years here on earth. Okay. The church, the body of Christ will be gone, but the new, the church of the kingdom of heaven, that church will start again and the law and other miracles and stuff will come back. All those supernatural miracles and those things that was going back in the past was, is not used today, but they will come back and play maybe even more in the, in the seven year tribulation and in the millennium kingdom. I don't, I don't want to get off track. That's for connecting the dots. That's for some Bible teaching. I don't want to get the ones that's listening to me lost and everything right there. I want to, I want you to get some understanding of the beautiful thing that's going to be happening here on earth in the millennium kingdom. But you know what's better than that? It's something better than that. The heavenly places in the heaven where the body of Christ is going to be. Yes, it's going to be a beautiful thing down here when the uh, the lion will be able to play with the lamb. You ever heard of animals, wild animals, they call carnivish. They uh, they are called, I think it's uh, carnivable, carnivish, something like that. Carnivish meaning something that they are wild. Wild animals are wild today because they're cursed, because of disobedience of Adam and Eve. But basically the disobedience of Adam you know, brung a curse and brung sin on the earth. That's what made animals wild. And he's talking about animals right here. Let me go just reading some more. Let me go all the way down here to uh, the uh, start of 23. First of all, they will not work in vain. Back in the millennium kingdom, it will not be work. No more work for nothing. All, you know, people will not be working for nothing. They're going to love what they're going to be doing. And their children will not be doomed to misfortune like what's happening on earth today. For there are people blessed by the Lord and their children too will be blessed. Now, this is the Bible now. Will be blessed, okay? I will answer them before they even call to me. That, that means he's going to just know what they want anyway. He knows that now, but it's going to be fulfilled in the millennium kingdom. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers, okay? The wolf and the lamb. Here it is, 25. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. Now, the book of Isaiah talks about a lot about the millennial kings. It's so much about the kingdom of heaven and the book of Isaiah. Not the body of Christ, not the heavenly places. It's talking about the kingdom of heaven, okay? The wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat hay like a cow. Listen to that. The wolf and the lamb would feed together. That means that their carnivious nature would be dealt with. There would be no more wild animals and everything like that. This would be the eternal kingdom. This would be the fullness of times. The lamb, the light, the lamb, and the wolf would be playing together like they used to in the past, and before sin was uh, put on the earth by the disobedience of animals. But the snake will eat dust. The snake will still eat dust. That means it will still be sin there. In those days, no one will be hurt or destroyed on my holy mountain. That is on this holy mountain. The ones that are disobedient, they will not be on this holy mountain, okay? I, the Lord, 
have spoken. Or uh, King James said, Thus saith the Lord, the wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock. The bullock, okay? The dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, saith the Lord. That's the King James Version, okay? So remember that. That's going to be happening in the future, ages to come, for the nations and Israel. But the body of Christ, we have a better place. The ones that saved already. Now, the ones that never got saved, this is your chance to go to the heavenly places. The, body, the Bible does not say much about how the heavenly places look or anything like that. But remember, the kingdom of heaven is a picture of the true heavens of heavens up north, where the body of Christ is going to be. Remember, the thousand-year reign and the kingdom on earth is for Israel and the other nations that's down here. The body of Christ, is, we're going to be in the heavenly places. We're going to have positions in the heavenly places where the, the fallen angels fell off. Uh, fell from or got thrown out of Satan and the, uh, the fallen angels going to be replaced by the body of Christ in different positions. What well, positions? I have no idea. But we're going to be in the heavenly places with our Lord and Savior as well. Okay? So Jesus is going to be ruling as king and the fullness of time, not only the millennium kingdom as king, but also the fullness of time where he's going to give all theocracy and everything and turn the keys back over to the father and everything like that. You know, he's going to go back to his position and he's going to rule. Everything's going to be ran, ruled again by God and the fullness of time. That's after the millennial kingdom. Now, that's a lot of teaching. I'm not, I'm, I might get some uh, unbelievers confused, but also some believers, you know, that takes a teaching in itself. Okay, but remember, I read this to remind you all this beautiful stuff is going to happen in the millennium kingdom. You have a chance to have something better in the heavenly places, unbeliever. So, and the only way you can enjoy that is believing what Jesus done on the cross is death, burial, and resurrection. Anyone listening to this, you know, my goal and my heart is for your salvation. Believing that Jesus died on the cross, believe that he was buried, and believe that he rose again. Okay? This is Joseph Brownlee. God bless you all. Reading out of the book of Isaiah 65 The Future Millennium Kingdom and the Fullness of Times. God bless you all. Love you all. Body of Christ, real talk. This is Joseph Brownlee. Peace out. Bye bye. Love you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.